Well, hello everyone. Welcome to day number three of this Facebook Live. We're discussing exposing the fear around the topic of money. And I say fear because <clears throat> fear is the most common um, feeling, emotion, sensation when discussing or experiencing anything to do with the topic of money. Hello, everyone. I'd just like to begin. I know I'm a few minutes early just while people are coming on board. Hello, everyone. Hello, Celine, Bernard, Neelam. Nice to see some new names. But just for the record, I know that this video will be left in the group's units and everyone um, joining the group now in the future will have a recording of this. And what I've noticed is that a lot of people feel fear, feel shame, feel greed, feel guilty, feel responsible, feel powerless around the topic of money. They feel the restriction, they feel limitation, they feel lack about around the topic of money. And as you will see in the unit before these videos, I might just put them before, that the belief in lack is what creates suffering. And I've been sharing extensively with such, with such specifics in these 21 days, the, the belief in lack creates suffering, that it is indeed the belief, it is indeed the thoughts, it is indeed the perspectives that create these sensations we call lackful, that create these sensations of emptiness, of fear, of disempowerment, of unworthiness. And I do apologize if I've just put them all into one little bag and said fear. However, what one little bag we can label is discomfort, is unhappiness, is a sensation of I can't breathe, I cannot breathe, I cannot stop worrying until this idea around this topic of money is not put into a place that I can just relax. I can feel the true essence of who I am. And today I might take a, a few minutes longer just to place this in a format where you can allow yourself to see what it is that you're currently holding on to that is creating this whole format around being convinced that I do, I must worry, I must feel fearful, I must feel unworthy. Because if you know something is harming you, you'll take away your hand, you'll move away from the danger, you will resolve it and yet, the topic of money hurts us consistently, persistently, all the time. And the topic of money comes up around your day all the time. 
whether you are thinking about wanting something that takes money. When you're thinking about wanting to go somewhere that's got money. When you're going to the grocery store, you there's money. Everything is connected to this thing called money. There is not a moment in your day that just by one desire, one thought that arises will connect you one way or another to the topic of money. It's got you when you're purchasing, when you're desiring, about your passion, about your calling, about your job. It's all connected to the topic of money. You'll constantly be reminded about the perspective you hold and you keep on holding. You persistently keep on holding without questioning. Without questioning and keeps triggering the same emotions over and over again. And it connects the dots around your whole entire existence. Family. Money. It takes money to support a family. Your job, your calling, your passion. Money. Is it how much to invest in order to create it? And how much will I get out of it to support me? Your vacations, your holidays, your social, your social environment with friends. You go out to eat, you go out to drink. You go out to the movies, you're buying gifts, you're invited to birthday parties, you're invited to celebrations. Everything is connected around this topic of money and you're constantly being reminded, you move here, you move there, you move here, you move there. And those beliefs, those perspectives are following you wherever you go. So why don't you move away? Why don't you resolve it if this pain is constantly there? Just like if there's a fire and you're about to get burnt, you'll move away your hands. You'll you'll do whatever you can to put that out. You know, if there's harm coming away, you'll do something. And you say, "Well, I am doing something. I'm either in fight or flight mode. I'm I have to come up with a certain amount of money." I'm doing it. And that's the mind's way of intercepting into the situation, stepping in and say, I've got hold of this. We're going to sell of these and we're going to do this and I'll do that and then I'll think of this and then I'll create that and then this will come. It's this whole strategy logistically happening in order to get this thing called money. So then you can feel better just for that moment. Take a deep breath. I've solved that problem. And then the next experience will come along. Oh, and then I'll do this, and then I'll build this, and then I'll create that, and then I'll strategize this. And then it's like a roller coaster. So your actions and your doing and your strategizing and your logistics are all there to support this perspective. We're supporting it unknowingly. The very perspective that is creating this pain, the very perspective that is creating the fear, the very perspective that is creating the guilt, the very perspective that is creating the shame, we're supporting it. Do you enjoy the roller coaster? That's the first step. Acknowledging, I am tired of the roller coaster. I am fed up of feeling fear around the topic of money. 
I have no idea what the experience would be if I didn't have this perspective, if I didn't have to jump into action, if I didn't have to first worry, and after the worry, start strategizing, and then start contemplating, and start logistically planning. And then I'm back to square one at the end of the month. And then we start again. We get a breather. And we're at it again. We're at it again. And year after year, and decade after decade, you join a group like this, where there's someone in your face saying, are you tired of feeling the emotions you've been feeling around the topic of money? Are you tired? Is the first acknowledgement. Because the, the collective, our environment, just comes to the conclusion that you are either born under a lucky star and with a silver spoon, and you guys never get to worry about money. And then we've this the majority of the co the collective that we weren't lucky, we weren't you know with a silver spoon, and the this bunch of us, we have to worry about money. That is the adult thing to do. There we go. That's another belief. Let's write that one down because no one's written that. I am an adult, therefore worrying about money is one of my duties that comes with being an adult that comes with responsibility that comes with authority that comes with power that's your job description as an adult it is your title it is your description worry about money finding more ways to make more money that is a perspective that is a belief that is something you hold on Without this, I'm not a responsible adult. There are reasons why you keep something that hurts you. There are reasons. And those are perspectives that hold other perspectives into place. It's a point of view. I'm showing the world how responsible I am. I'm showing others. And they're validating me. And then I get to validate them. Yes, I've been suffering. Oh, I worried a lot more than you worried. I worry a lot more. I have more children than you. I have more responsibilities than you. And all that is on a perspective of unworthiness. The more problems you can solve, the more things you worry about, gives you another perspective of how worthy I feel I am. So if you start to see the connection about how every perspective holds another perspective and now we're spinning plates. We're spinning plates. In order to hold this perspective, this perspective needs to be spinning. In order to hold this perspective, whoa, another one's spinning over here. We're spinning plates. And now we feel so useful. I feel knackered. I'm so busy spinning plates. And the sense of worthiness just feels so much better. And so we're distracted every day, spinning plates. We're distracted. Who's got time to self-investigate? Who's got time to meditate? Who's got time to meditate? Close my eyes. Does this feel familiar? And this is how we've been distracted for 
all this time. <laughs> this is getting better and better. I just want you to just settle with that and see how the feeling of exhaustion actually comes out to be. I'm exhausted. Of course you're exhausted. Let's acknowledge that. What can I say here today that will convince you that the only thing, the most important thing, the only thing you can prioritize is not by sorting out all of these perspectives. It isn't about counting your plates that you're, you're twirling around. It's about all seeing that you can put the sticks down. You can put the plates down. Do you really need to hold a perspective about anything? You can answer that question because those perspectives hold your self-identity into being. Without those perspectives, the self-identity you have a name to is the foundation of that identity. I'm here conveying to you that you don't even need the identity who would you be without the identity? There's a silence right here. There's no thinking, there's no thoughts. You don't think all the time. Do you really need a perspective about money? Or is the perspective itself limiting in itself when you believe it? The perspective, I don't have enough money. I've never had enough money. I can't see how I'm ever going to have enough money. Is being thought, while you're sitting on the sofa, and now what's happening? There's a feeling activated coming here from your heart. There's fear, there's shame, there's guilt. What emotion has just been triggered? Now, independently from the name we give that emotion, it is flooding, it is flooding our emotional environment. This is the, the stuff that's emitting. And this is what we call resistance. The simple emitting of this fear, the emitting of this shame, the emitting of this guilt, this emitting of self-worth. I don't have enough self-worth. You don't see it. No one's even aware of it. But you give a name to these emotions. I feel fear, you say. I feel shame, you say. I feel guilt, you say. You've given names to them. But can you feel it? And as you're feeling these emotions, 
that, there, right there. Nothing you've said, nothing you've done. That is resistance. How come? Just by interacting and holding true to the pole, to the perspective, I believe. I must work hard for money. Money doesn't come easily. You've taken the thought. You've owned it. This is part of my identity. Spinning plates. This is my spinning plate. This is one of them. And the feeling comes from them. So I'm holding on to a spinning plate because it's now created a part of my identity. But this spinning plate is making me feel this sort of emotion. And now this emotion, because it's negative, because it is restricting, it is constricting, it is resistance, it is making me feel lack, it is making me feel not the fullness of who I am, that is resistance. I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm worrying about money, I'm very, very busy. Can you see that? Put it down. Without that perspective, I am. You don't need to be thinking in order to have an experience. The fullness of you will come through. You will be seeing things from the perspective, the point of view. You become the point of view. You don't need individual points of view as perspectives and beliefs. You become the point of view, the, the true essence of you, the love, the light, the bliss of who you really are, the knowing. You are the point of view. You are the only point of view. You don't need external thought patterns and letters strung together telling you this is what you need to believe. You're not your thoughts, you're not your your beliefs, you're not the mind. You're not the you're not the the elements that come in from the mind. The mind is there to describe the vibrational frequency. Remember in the twenty one days? The mind is just a, a tool to formulate and to de define and describe your vibrational platform. Why are you embracing yourself as the, the content of it? You're not the definitions. You are not the definitions. So as you live from the true essence of who you are, the mind will start to describe that. I feel so blessed about the flow of life. I can see and I can appreciate everything that comes to me. I am supported at all times. I'm always guided at the same time. The mind starts to describe the essence of these words. These are the words of description of the mind. When you are feeling the true essence of who you are, instead of being distracted by these plates and twirling them around and holding them up. Put down your, your descriptions. Put down 
your perceptions. Put down your beliefs. The amount of time you engage in listening to them instead of looking at them. Listen to them and say, Hold, take a different look at you. I believe I need money. Or if you can't question that one, of course we need money. Do we? Pure awareness. Pure self-awareness. Needs what? It is the creator of all. Consciousness. Love. Love needs money. I'm not asking you to agree or disagree. I'm asking you to look at all these perspectives and hold them. They are just perspectives. And all of them that you condemn are false and all of them that you celebrate as true still does nothing for you. Because that means you are dependent on each one of them every single time. I must respect money. I respect money. That's a perspective. I've worked hard for this money. Where does that leave you? How does that, where does it place you? In the full perspective of this existence. Still, as a victim of circumstance. Still, that if this thing called money keeps come flooding to me, I am good, I am safe. I can feel proud. So are you no one if you don't have it? Are you someone important if you have a lot of it? And that's why everyone's chasing it. Why are you chasing what you're chasing? Are you even aware that you're thinking these thoughts? I invited you to to list all the thoughts and perspectives and beliefs that you currently feel are part of your identity, feel that are part of your persona. Write them down. Write them down. That is the first step to exposing them. Share them in the group. You are safe, you are loved here. And it doesn't expose yourself, strip yourself from this. Write them down. These beliefs and these perspectives were never yours to begin with. And the consistency and the momentum picking up are just looking at them, looking at them. And as a beautiful group, we're, we're already over 200 people in this group. This time... Next year, if not sooner, there will be 200 people with a completely different emotional environment. One, one of exposing the abundance that I'm feeling right now. 
every single one of them. This is not a step-by-step process. This is just a, a, a broadening of seeing more and more and more and more clearly and keeping it as a consistent flow, a reminder. I am the awareness of thoughts. What qualities of thoughts are these? They make me feel good? Yes! I will use them and milk them and as a stepping stone and I will jump higher from there. These perspectives and beliefs, they make me feel bad. I've just found something that I can let go of and expand more. They were restricting me. They were restricting me. It restricted me here. It restricted me here. It restricted me here. I've just noticed I can put down these plates. I feel more than I've ever felt before. I am so grateful for seeing this restriction, for noticing this limitation. You included the other side of the coin. Please, for those of you that are watching this now, if you haven't watched the 21 days, the belief in lack creates suffering. You're not getting the full picture of this. Every single day, when I discover a sort of restriction, a constriction, a <clears throat> something that doesn't feel good, I, I look for the belief. And sometimes I cannot verbalize it to such a degree. So sometimes I have to tell the story. What just happened? What did that person say? The investigation. And that's why I did the awareness tracking sheet. I wrote down what just triggered me because I identified the emotion. This is an indication that I'm about to expand to a broader perspective that I've never been before. And you'll keep noticing and you'll keep noticing. And then you can really tr feel the true essence of who you are without these restrictions. You just keep going back and back and more and more. Every single belief is holding you in a box. And every box you notice, the walls flap out. And then you live that experience. And then you bump into another box. I held another perspective. And then you question, you see those, and those flap off. And then you live, and then you, and it keeps going and going. And you'll get to perspectives is, I am a human being. What? I have to question that as well. Are you? To question the unquestionable. That's why the mind has always kept you spinning plates. Because you can't question that. Of course that is true. But how does it make you feel? Restricted. Limited? Lackful? Unworthy? Unless you're not feeling unconditional love. Freedom, empowerment, abundance. You ain't, you ain't feel the fullness of who you are. You have not. Until you can firmly say, I feel utter love and appreciation, gratitude, abundance, gratefulness. You have not felt the essence of who you are. If you're feeling anything other than that, 
You are spinning a perspective. You are. Which one is it? Which one is taking most of your time? Which one is, is keeping you so busy? Which one's making you so tired? Can you just see which one it is? How many do you have? Notice them. When you notice them, put it down. Try it out. Do I really need to keep spinning it? That is what awareness, self-awareness is. A moment you've just identified something you would, you weren't even aware you were doing. Write it down. I engage most of my time thinking I need this thing called money. And then that branches off and all the other thoughts you've been thinking about. Well, when am I going to do that? Well, when am I going to go there? And when have I got time for yoga? When have I got time to go out and socialize? When have I got time to meditate? When have I got time? Because it's all sprung forth because you have to spin this. You've got to find time. It is literally controlling your whole existence. Every perspective has words that you can see or envision or a sense to it. Then every, it's like the title of the book. And then the belief is sort of like the names of the chapters. And thoughts are the describing words of them, the, the beauty of it. You sort of embellish. Those become sort of unique. But the actual belief is a title. And the perspective is the, the name of the book. And as you have this perspective, the titles and these beautiful words that embellish why you need to be spinning this place, because I have this book. You give this book to anyone else and you expose it, you will notice that the title of the book and the names of the chapters are more or less the same for everyone. Everyone's beliefs and thoughts might be embellished with different sort of your personality. But we're all reading the same book and all spinning the same plates and they're comparing, hey, I'm spinning it better than you. No, I'm spinning it faster. Oh, no, I can do them both at the same time. And that's where we get our sense of worthiness from. And you say, well, if I'm not spinning any plates, then I'm not good enough. That's why it is important to come to realize who you really are. So you wouldn't have to say, if I'm not spinning any plates, then I'm not good enough because you're looking to create a self-identity. Do you even need a self-identity? Do I need to embellish myself? I am uh, an entrepreneur. I am a coach. I am a consultant. I am a genius. I am the expert as this. Without knowing who you truly are, 
you could be spinning plates for the rest of your life until they fall because you don't have the momentum anymore or you just, what's the use? I've worked my whole life. I've had moments of happiness here and moments of happiness there. And look, I have all the photographs to remind me of each and every single one of those moments. This is what I have to show for. Whereas investigating who you really are, it really takes no time. It is very, very exciting, invigorating, freeing, loving. Your life unfolds naturally and I cannot wait to be delivering future units when we actually dis discuss and describe what life is without twirling plates. Because if I start describing it to you now, the mind's going to say, oh, I can do that. It wants to imitate it. Just take a moment to take a deep breath. Let this information just settle a moment. So where to begin? Notice. Notice what beliefs, what plates you are twirling. Notice them. Write them down. Become aware of them. Put them in their rightful place with the right plate. Bring that plate down. Put that stick down. Stop trying to twirl it and look at it. It is only a perspective. Question it. Question it. See through it. What perspective is higher than that one? Allow yourself to feel into it. Feel into the higher perspective. See the perspective that incorporates it, that includes it. Ask the question, is it true that I need to work hard for the money? Is it true that I need to feel proud to have earned this money? Is it true that I need to feel fearful and worry about this thing called money? Ask the question, Only by asking the question, are you interested in wanting to release the spinning of the plate? Because if you do not ask the question, you will hold on to the spinning of this plate, to hold on to the identity. Because the spinning of the plate is your identity. 
you don't need to identify yourself as something outside of you. And as you've seen already in the 21 days, the belief in lack creates suffering. It is through thoughts that has created a self-identity that doesn't even exist apart from in your mind. It's taking up way too much of your time. The mind is simply there a reflection to show you who you are not. Take its cue. Show yourself. I can see. I acknowledge. I am so thankful and grateful that I can see who I really am. And who you really are requires no description. You know. And if you rely on words, to remind yourself of who you are every day. If you have to think yourself into being every day, reminding you, I am a meditator. I am in the spiritual community. I am a trader. I am this. Well, it's the first indication that, can I question that thought? Can I question that belief? Notice the beliefs and question those. What does, what does that open up to? The moment you question anything limiting, what is limiting? A definition is limiting as per nature. A thought is, a belief is, a perspective is. And then as you stay in meditation, you become more familiar that you have now a point of reference. I discovered a point of reference. Which one is it? A perspective. What was it? A belief. Ah, a thought. That is a reference point. You can see it. You hold it and you look at it. Where in meditation? Look at it and see it for what they are. A string of letters strung together to create words. Are you that? Guys, it's all a noticing. A becoming aware of awareness itself. The awareness that sees the thoughts is who you are. The awareness that becomes aware of the knowing of these thoughts. The knowing of these thoughts. The knowing of these thoughts is where all the attention needs to go. The seeing, the seeing, the noticing, the noticing. And from there, you include from there, you love the unlovable. From there, you love the thought that was creating fear. Spend more time in seeing these perspectives and loving them. And as you do that consistently, persistently, tediously, every single time they come up, this time next week, you'll already have felt a diminishment of that intensity of fear, of that intensity of guilt, of that intensity of strain, of stress, of worry, incrementally. And the more you look at them, look at them, look at them, love them, include them, meditate on them. This time, next month, you will have to go look for them. What was that thing that used to make me worry? Two months down the line, you're singing a completely different song. Make this your priority. Make it as if your life depends on it because it does. 
you will be seeing and experiencing and living life with a completely different emotional, energetic environment that you will begin to see things the way I and many other people that are in this community of wanting to help other people see their true nature. The abundance of money that comes into your experience is not the indication that you've got this. The first indication is that you will start to feel better. The first indication is that you are breathing where before you were holding your breath. The first indication is that you feel happy for no reason, that you are ready to love and feel appreciation. That is the first indication. If you're waiting to see money, to see how far you're doing with this abundance thing, it's still the mind spinning around. Another perspective. I will, I will be convinced about this the moment I see money. It's a perspective. It's a thought. It's a belief. Notice that. You cannot have that as your indication. Money's coming in. That means I must be doing something right. No, darling. The moment you don't need money, the feeling that I am, hmm, I am feeling pure abundance and there's nothing out here to indicate it and you actually have the feeling that you don't even need it, the paradox is the moment you don't need it, it just overwhelms you. Because that's how you'll be feeling. The moment you, you spend more time as who you are, you'll have this feeling that you don't need anything. Why? Because you are the embodiment of the actual feeling of abundance itself. When you feel abundant, you feel abundant. Abundant actually feels like that you don't need anything. And now you're not creating resistance, meaning you're allowing the outside reality to reflect the inner reality of abundance. So the outside will look exactly like the inner reality. The outer reality is reflecting the inner reality and the inner reality is abundance. So outside will be abundance. Clean up your thoughts about money. And if you don't know what thoughts to look at, just notice during the day what, when the emotion of fear, if that's your thing, Guilt, if that's your thing. Greed, if that's your thing. Whatever distresses you. Notice. What was I just thinking about? Catch it. Catch it. Write it down. First step. Most of you are not even aware that you're thinking things. That you're thinking, thinking, thinking. Catch yourself thinking. What are you thinking? What are you taking as evident, obvious, self-explanatory? Of course I need to be worrying about money. No, do you? Write it down. And together in this group, we will help each other. I will be available. It is my utter mission, promise to myself and to those in this group. That your energetic environment 
from fear, guilt, shame, greed, fear of losing, fear of missing out, must diminish the more we include it and expose it and love it for what it is. For it is only just a perception. See this. Write them down. Let's expose them. We have another few days. Comment in the sections. Expose them. Write them down in the comments. Let's help each other. Let's help ourselves. Help yourself. Free yourself. Make a commitment to yourself. This time next week, you'll already feel a lot better. This time next month, you will have start looking for that very thing. Where is that plate gone? This time next year, what does your life look like? It just gets better and better. It gets better and it's better. It expands more and more. The momentum grows faster and faster and faster. Guys, get in alignment with this because it's going to go really, really fast. You do not have the time to waste anymore flattering around with your little sticks and plates, spinning them around. There's no fun there. It's just making yourself look busy. There's no more fun there being a separate self. Now it's all about unity. It's about love. It's about community. It's about coming together. The separation hasn't helped anybody. Love, unity, oneness. This is all what it's about. We are one. Start feeling it. Start knowing it. Stop behaving like it and own it. It is about community. It is about oneness. It is about love and unity. I really don't want to read any of these comments, darling. I feel very, very much that I've delivered what I wanted to deliver today. And I will see you again tomorrow. Please participate in the group. Write them down. I've asked some questions. And that is just to clarify. And as I'll be adding on to the units, it is in my intention that by going through each and every single video that I have posted in the group, that by the time you finish them. You will have shifted your perception. You will have identified, noticed, contemplated, meditated, investigated, and you will, you will have seen and conquered. In the sense, every single box you find yourself in, you will see them. Just by noticing them, there is no effort in here. There is no doing it right or doing it wrong. It is simply bringing the awareness, the noticing to that which was in your blind field, blind spot. Oh, I didn't see. Oh, oh. It was here all along. I didn't recognize it. This is all that it is. It is noticing, noticing, noticing. Notice that which is currently creating limitation, bring it to the light. 
You are the light. Bring it to the light. Shine the light on it. I love you also very much. I'm going to leave you now. Take a moment to just take in a few deep breaths. Don't jump into action for at least five or six seconds. Feel the essence of what's been transmitting here. It's been a lifelong of decades and hundreds of years of beliefs and lack and this thing we called money. Make peace with it. Hold it. Every single perspective about it. Stop fighting it. Stop resisting it. Stop running after it. Stop trying to make it happen. Surrender. Surrender. Make peace. Make peace. For you are the one that is love that can love all perspectives. Feel that more often. Feel that love. And when you it does feel effortless to you, bring in those perspectives and hold them. Bring in those perspectives and hold them, especially in your meditations. I love you also very much. Thank you for being here. I'll see you tomorrow.